we're doing a great job in world leadership. Right at the level of FDR or Eisenhower, we're holding the world together. It's extraordinary what Blinken has done and Jake Sullivan have done and what the president have done. All together, they're doing a great job. But here at home, they can't breathe it. They can't believe it, which is everything is doing pretty well. We have inflation. It's continued, but it's going down. Everything is going, it's going swimmingly. And we can't say so. They can't say so. Hey, Chris Matthews made a comeback from beyond the grave. He was on Morning Joke this morning with Joke and his semi-inflatable uh, flotation device of a third wife who has the intellectual capacity of a chestnut. Chris Matthews, I, I, I've I, missed him. I have missed him. <laughs> well, things are going so great. Then they played Ethel Merman. Doing everything's coming up roses. Everything is so great. Foreign policy, the economy, isn't this great? Man, supply chain, communist China, war in Europe. You know, sure, inflation, but, you know, it's coming out. Interest rates are going up, sure, and, oh, gas prices and, well, grocery and and, uh, automobiles and and everything that you might want to buy and even things that you don't want to buy. Uh, becoming out of reach for so many Americans as real wages go down and crime skyrockets and carjackings. I mean, forget about it. It's completely berserk. But that was Chris Matthews. Boy, what a fluffer is he. I guess he's trying to get uh, he's trying to get back in the good graces of MSDNC um, because he's been very, very lonely. Like, uh, you know, he's like uh, Kim Jong-il in uh, Team America World Police. It's ronery. Thrown me out there because he craves attention. He needs a lot of attention. Chris. I once was an older boy at a mental institution here in Philadelphia. We call it Bybury. And I remember the priest said, I don't mind these people unless they, except when they touch me. And that turned me off a little bit. Because <laughs> he liked to be touched by the people at the mental institution where he was an altar boy. He used to be an altar boy at a mental institution in Philadelphia. <laughs> at least that's what they told him. <laughs> Ah, I miss Chris Matthews. He used to be an altar boy at a mental institution in Philadelphia. The priests say it doesn't bother him except when they touch him. And he likes it when they touch him. I like it when the mentally ill people in the mental institutions touch me. Am I supposed to stop talking? <laughs> oh, isn't he great? All right, I... Uh, Happy Monday to you, and uh, and welcome once again. We are at 888-630-9625. 888-630-9625 is the telephone number here. And we've got CNN for you, and we've got Isla. This is one of my uh, favorite headlines. Uh, CNN discourages viewers from watching anti-pedophile movie, <laughs> The Sound of Freedom, because, you know, it's like being an anti-anti-missile, missile, right? Um, this is, uh, it's a, during the cold war, the left in the United States didn't, they didn't come up and say we're communists. They, they're just not out of, uh, out of the closet communists. But if you were an anti-communist, then they were anti you. And the filmmakers of the movie, the sound of freedom, they are anti pedophilia. And so CNN is anti them because strangely or not, the Democrat party really has become the pro-pedophilia party. They are a pro-pedophilia party. 
Uh, you know, we got the high school teacher in Texas. We're not going to call them that. We're going to call them maps. No. Minor attracted persons. No. So don't judge people just because they want to have sex with a five-year-old. Exactly. Don't judge people just because that's the Democrat Party today. And and at CNN, an organ of the Democrat Party, an instrument of the Democrat Party, they're discouraging people from going to see the movie The Sound of Freedom, the anti-pedophile and child sex trafficking, child trafficking, human trafficking. They're, they're against all that. They're against human trafficking, against child human trafficking, against child human sex trafficking and child sex trafficking, uh, more specifically. And uh, they're anti-Jeffrey Epstein, the Democrats, not. Anti-Harvey Swinstein, the Democrats, not. Anti-Roman Polanski, the Democrats, not. Then there's Bill Clinton's internship program. Let's uh, start with that. Sure, she was an adult at the time, but just barely, and she was an intern, and he was the president. Cohiba. I'm telling you, you're a Democrat party. And uh, everybody's attacking the movie The Sound of Freedom. The Rolling Stone is attacking him. Sound of Freedom, box office triumph for QAnon believers. Nobody even knows what QAnon is except the left-wing media that keeps the, the word, the term alive through repetition. Uh, nobody knows even what you're talking about, at least of all you at Rolling Stone magazine. But they're anti-Sound of Freedom because it's anti-pedophilia and anti-child sex trafficking. And sadly, tragically, the Democrat Party, Jeffrey Epstein, Harvey Weinstein, Roman Polanski, Bill Clinton, Anthony Weiner, or Anthony Weiner on the Internet, that was an underage, uh, she was 15, I think, right, that uh, Weiner, the Democrat congressman, White House chief of staff, uh, loving, adoring husband of Humma Weiner, she, uh, Humma Weiner, that's, uh, mm-mm, you're a Democrat party. All right, so we got a lot of stuff to get to. And uh, also, Joe Biden, and uh, he's now known as uh, Cluster Bomb Biden or just Cluster Joe. Cluster Joe. He's got uh, his lunch bucket, Joe. He's Cluster Joe because he is the war crimes president of the United States. Even his own Jen Psaki, who went from a career in Democrat Party politics exclusively to a million dollar job as an anchor of a one hour show on MSNBC, even she said that there might be some war crimes issues there. Pretty amazing stuff. So uh, CNN's Farid Zucchini, Farid Zakaria, lavishes Biden with praise before confronting him on his age. And we've got to get into that, too. Uh, and But right now, let's uh, you know what? I want to take one more phone call before we get to the Biden audio. Let's go... Let's go to my friend Sid, calling from Los Angeles, California. Sid, who was uh, with us on our sea cruise uh, very recently in Spain and Morocco and Portugal. Sid, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Good morning, Chris. Hey, Sid. Good to talk to you. Yeah, I want to pass on something my uh, son referred to me. He referred me to that uh, Maureen Young article about... Uh, uh, Joe Biden, and it struck me and it struck him that this is sort of a, a prelude uh, for getting rid of uh, uh, the president. Uh, and now with this article from Axios, which is also pro-Democrat, uh, why are they finding out things that they knew three years ago by publishing it? So we're all waiting now for Gavin Newsom to come forward as uh, 
a candidate uh, from California. Yeah, uh, the Axios story that Sid is referring to is the Axios story that lays out Angry Joe when President Biden loses his cool. And if you want to grab these stories, we've posted our stories list, as we do every day, on Twitter, on Facebook, on uh, where else, on various other Instagram, uh, and I believe at chrisplant.com on Al Gore's Amazing Internet. And the stories that I refer to are all, the links to the stories are all uh, lined up there. And so, Sid, your son is uh, drawing your attention to articles about how everybody's known about the Biden family corruption for years. And Joe Biden curses out everybody around him and then comes out and gives a fake plasticine smile to the press. And the press all applauds like seals. And um, and you smell a rat. You think the Democrats are trying to dump Joe Biden and that California gubernator uh, Gavin Newsom is their their, um, you know, a, a, a dental ad replacement for Joe Biden. Correct. I'm just waiting for, why are the Democrats turning now? They had all kinds of opportunities before, but they see him as a losing candidate and they want to find a replacement quick. I think you're right. I think you're right. And we're seeing, and we are seeing signs of it in the media now uh, with these stories popping up. They're not entirely flattering, and, and with that, Sid, I want to get to the interview, uh, Joe Biden yesterday, and some of his other idiocy uh, that, I, that I want to share. Uh, Sid, you have a, a great time on our uh, fabulous sea cruise, Spain and Morocco. I love meeting you. I have my fan picture with you. Thank you. <laughs> well, you bet. Well, it was great meeting you, and thank you for uh, being there. It was a really great trip. The locations, the destinations were great. The weather was perfect. Am I right, Sid? It was 84 degrees and sunny everywhere we oh, went. Great. Not couldn't be better. Yeah, it was. It was not uh, humid. It was nice breeze everywhere. Swimming in the Mediterranean, swimming in the Atlantic off the Algarve in in uh, Portugal. Uh, no swimming in Morocco, but uh, but enough of that. Sid, uh, God bless. Thank you for uh, checking in. Great to meet you. Thank you for being on our on our big annual sea cruise. Great stuff. Thanks, Sid. Sounds like you've got a son who's uh, been raised properly as well. All right, let's go to uh, some audio here. Let's go to, let's go to um, Joe Biden on CNN. It aired yesterday, I believe, not Saturday, but yesterday, with uh, Fareed Zakaria. A lot of people call him Fried Zucchini, and uh, about cluster bombs because Cluster Bomb Biden or Cluster Joe is now going to, you know, forget about international treaties signed on to by. Uh, most NATO allies and uh, 120 some out other countries around the world, but Joe Biden doesn't care. We're not signatories to that that agreement, but I um, it took me a while to be convinced to do it. But the main thing is they either have the weapons to stop the Russians now from their, keep them from stopping the Ukrainian offensive through these areas. Keep them from or, stopping. Uh, they Ukraine. don't, and I think they needed them. They need the cluster bombs. So look, when you need them. Maybe they need a nuclear weapon. Remember, they didn't need F-16s, then they needed F-16s. They didn't need tanks, then they needed tanks. Uh, and uh, as Joe Biden, now Canada is against Joe Biden doing this. Spain is against Joe Biden doing this, NATO members. The United Kingdom, England, Great Britain, they're against Joe Biden doing this. He's in Great Britain right now. Germany against, uh, you know, if Germany is against using a weapon, you, you might want to scratch your head and think about it for a moment, don't you think? It's Germany, after all. Uh, Joe Biden. Then Joe Biden went on to with uh, fried zucchini. 
revealed this. He just spilled out a uh, national security secret, a military secret that the United States is way low on ammunition, in particular 155 millimeter, 155 artillery rounds. Joe Biden, this is a this is a military secret. And Joe Biden just spit it out yesterday on CNN. This is a war relating to munitions and uh, the running out of those that ammunition. And we're low on it. And so what I finally did, took the recommendation of the Defense Department to not permanently, but to allow for in this transition period where we get more 155 weapons, these shells for Ukrainians. Yeah, we need some more 155 uh, millimeter, the the one five fives that, but uh, we're low on them. Well, bum, dun, dun. you know, you're the commander in chief. You're not supposed to reveal <laughs> that our stockpiles are low and we're sending them all to Ukraine. So we really don't have any. We're uh, real low on it. And by the way, we are very heavily reliant. We are very heavily dependent on communist China for our ammunition, our military ammunition supply chain. And uh, that was reported last year, and nobody uh, has done anything about it. A couple of members of Republicans in Congress said, hey, we ought to do something about this. Uh, but it is just just amazing what the, what the Democrats have done to us and, and our Congress. Uh, just amazing. Deadline from Defense News, from Defense News. Last year now, U.S. is heavily reliant on China and Russia for its ammo supply chain. Congress wants to fix that. And uh, who is it? Bryant Harris uh, wrote the story for Defense News last year. Last year he wrote the story for Defense News. And uh, now Joe Biden is out here spilling military secrets to the world on CNN, and CNN is, is happy to help uh, because they're not on our side. They're, they're part of the Democrat Party. CNN is, I know, I'm an alum of uh, CNN. But Defense News reported that last year, and then it was uh, followed up on by the Daily Caller. The U.S. military is almost completely dependent on China for key mineral used in ammunition. And uh, the people of the Daily Caller explained that they were reading Defense News, and Defense News laid out House Armed Services Committee released uh, draft legislation uh, back then. This is in uh, June of last year. June 9th of last year, and uh, hey, we just discovered that we need China for our, we need antimony or antimony, uh, a, an element that we need for ammunition and for artillery, and we're dependent pretty much entirely on communist China for that. Which moron is running this country? Can, can you stand over here, please? There's a lot more of Joe Biden giving away military secrets and, uh, uh, you know, cluster Joe. Cluster bomb Biden. You know, CBD is everywhere. You know, CBDs, they're putting it in everything now. And my friends at Generic CBD have infused it into their number one selling deep penetrating muscle and joint cream. And uh, let me let me tell you, this stuff is amazing. It melts right into your knees, your elbows, your shoulder, your back, especially those stiff hands. And it goes to work in a matter of seconds. And... Uh, Talk to anybody. It's a fantastic moisturizer all by itself. The company is called GenericCBD.com. CBD, right? Charlie Boy Daniel. Uh, GenericCBD.com. You've heard me talk about them before. They sell premium CBD products for a lot less money. 
So you save a lot of cash, and right now you can try their muscle and joint cream for free. Thank you very much. That's right, it's free. You just pay $2.95 with the shipping for the shipping and handling, and you get the cream for free. And don't worry, it's not a subscription or anything like that. There are no strings attached. They just want you to try it because they know that you're going to love it, and you're going to come back for more. And you're going to get it as gifts, too. So get your free sample at genericcbd.com. G-E-N-E-R-I-C-C-B-D.com. That's genericcbd.com. These products and statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease or illness. Um, yeah, so there's Joe Biden giving away military secrets to uh, CNN. And they're happy to, oh yeah, hey, we don't have any of these anymore. <laughs> uh, but cluster bombs, well, he explained... You know, they need cluster bombs to kill Russians. They said, but don't worry, they're only going to do it in Ukraine. So it's just Ukrainian kids that'll find the bomblets later. Pay no attention. Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear, around-the-clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi-Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. I think it's uh, I think it's real good that we've become entirely dependent on communist China for the uh, element known as antimony or antimony which we need to make artillery and ammunition and and we need to get it from communist China so they can cut us off at any time. This is like uh, NATO countries becoming dependent on Putin's Russia for their natural gas supplies to stay warm in the wintertime and to cook food and, and all that stuff. Uh, some people are really dumb, really dumb. you got to keep in mind that we're talking about commies here, and the commies are the biggest murderers in the history of humankind, and they destroy everything. They're here to destroy the world. You know, it's uh, in the battle between good and evil. They are evil. We are good, although evil walks among us. But uh, there's a lot more to be said about this, and your calls coming right up as well. More on Joe Biden, and uh, he's telling the world we're out of ammo. The Ukrainians are running out of ammunition. This is a war relating to munitions, and uh, they're running out of those, that ammunition, and we're low on it. Ah, yes, Lunch Bucket Joe, Cluster Bomb Biden, and we're running low on it. And, and, and in case you're not aware, this is a war that's uh, based on munitions, unlike most wars where 
you know, people scratch each other's eyes out and insult one another. This is, uh, this is one that requires munitions, and um, they're running low, and we're running low on 155s because, you know, and thankfully we can just call Communist China and ask them for a whole bunch more antimony, and uh, then maybe we can make more munitions and give the munitions to Ukraine, which is the war that will never end. You know, we thought the war on terror with the troglodytes after September 11, 2001 was going to go on forever, and it is. Uh, But it looks like this war, you know, how many years is this going to go on? You remember we had uh, Thoroughly Modern Milley first say that he thought Russian troops would be in Kiev in 72 hours, then a few days later he said it. he thought that it might go on for years, maybe even decades. He's talking about decades all of a sudden. It's, it's a bit early uh, still, even though we're a month plus into the war. Um, there is much of the ground war left in Ukraine. But I do think this is a very protracted conflict, uh, and I think it's at least measured in years. I don't know about decade, but at least years for sure. At least measured in years. I don't know about decade, uh, but uh, years for sure. Um, and again, he's now retiring as chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, chief military advisor to the president of the United States. And what do you think he's going to do for a living from here on out? He's going to get multiple board positions with major arms manufacturers, and the military-industrial complex will take care of him quite nicely because that's the way Washington works, you see. That's the thing about the military-industrial complex that Dwight Eisenhower warned us about, that John F. Kennedy was not a big fan of, but pay no attention to that. Amazing stuff. All right, let's go to the telephones, Michael. Let's go to let's go to Marcus, calling from Gainesville, Virginia. Marcus, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Good morning, Chris. It's uh, so great to have you back. Uh, my mornings weren't the same when you were gone. I enjoyed Michael Palco, but, you know, it is, uh, my mornings are back to normal again. Well, thank you. Thank you very kindly. And thank Michael yeah, Palco. I, I, I spoke to Mike uh, today. But uh, you go right ahead, Marcus. Yeah, I, I wanted to tell you that when I heard him make that announcement about uh, why he used the cluster bombs and he said, well, we're running low on ammunition, my jaw dropped to the floor. And then this morning when you said that we are buying materials to make munitions from China and Russia, my heart was pounding. I just couldn't believe that anybody who is supposedly the leader of the U.S. military is going to tell them we're running low on ammunition. We are so vulnerable now, not just uh, to China, but to anybody that gets any ideas. I could not believe he said that. Yeah, I, uh, you know, it's a a common sense thing. And he's only been in politics since... You know, the world was young and dirt was new, uh, but he doesn't catch on much. Now, Marcus, do you have a military background or are you just a great deal of common sense? I uh, Both. I, I was drafted in 1972 uh, to go to Vietnam, but the war ended while I was in basic training, but I had military training. And um, you, 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 you hear the President of the United States, the Commander-in-Chief the, uh, of our military, of the United States military, announcing what are legitimate, real military secrets, unlike the President Trump saga that the news media still has their panties in a wedge over. And, um, and, and here's Joe Biden just splashing it out on CNN with uh, Fareed Zakaria yesterday. 
in what is essentially a talk show, and and he blurts this out, and CNN is none the wiser. But these are military secrets, right, Marcus? Yes, they are, and I, I put this in the same category as withdrawing from Afghanistan and leaving Americans behind. To me, that is the biggest sin he has done. He's done a lot of bad things, but the, the way he did it, yes, I agree, we should have gotten out, but to leave Americans behind, I'll never forgive him for that. Yeah, and uh, he's, he's been a complete disaster. And then, of course, we had the, the uh, Afghan father who came to the United States. He was evacuated with his wife and his four children, and he was shot and so killed sad. Yeah, in Washington, D.C. last week by some young thugs. And um, that's a, a tragic tragedy. And he moved first to Philadelphia with his family. He decided Philadelphia was too dangerous. He left Afghanistan. He went to the city of brotherly love. determined quickly that Philadelphia was too dangerous for him, uh, much more dangerous than Afghanistan. So he moved to Washington, D.C., where he was gunned down on the streets of Washington, D.C. and murdered. Uh, It's, yeah, this is, this is Democrat America, uh, isn't it, Marcus? I mean, it's just, it's crazy. And Joe Biden, who's supposed to be this foreign policy expert in the old steady hand, right? Not Trump. And everything is a lie these days, pretty much. Isn't it, Marcus? It is, it is so sad. I don't know where we're going, but I just wanted to let you know that when I heard him say that, and then when you added on the information about the uh, in, uh, materials to make, I, I'm just in a state of shock. Yeah. 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 We're, we're so, in. Go ahead, Marcus. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I will only be talking to you for a few more seconds. My wife just came home, and if she knew I was talking to you, she would jump all over me. So I don't, get off the phone. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to create any uh, uh, domestic or marital disharmony. So I'll let you go. Yeah. Marcus, thank you, I'm, buddy. I'm, I, I'm saluting you. Yeah, I'm an African-American Republican, and she's the long-term Democrat, and we have a lot. We, have, we can't talk at the, at the news time anymore. That's unfortunate. I'd... Uh, yeah. One final thing I wanted to say, Chris, you're so good at trivia. Uh, I came up with a great name for the next moonshot, Artemis. Uh, the, the capsule should be called Alice. And I can just see people in the control room as it's going off. To the moon, Alice. To, to the, the moon. moon. It's, a, it's a Jackie Gleason reference. Call it Alice. To the moon. To the moon. Marcus, uh, you're great. Thank you very much. I'm uh, sorry about the uh, domestic situation. I, I hope it will get better. Maybe her eyes will be open. She should... She should listen to the show. You should you should not duct tape her to a chair and make her listen. But uh, but it would be it would be good if she did listen. Marcus, uh, thank you, my friend. I'm saluting you. That's uh, God bless. That's uh, that's good stuff. Now let's get back to the uh, to cluster bomb Biden to cluster Joe because it didn't end there. Uh, giving away, you know, these are legitimate national security secrets that you don't just go blurting out on television. That uh, 155s, we're almost out of those, and we're sending them to to Ukraine. And uh, but uh, we don't have much. And you know, fortunately, our friends in communist China will send us all of the antimony that we need, uh, and then we'll be fine. Senator Tim Kaine is a Democrat. Remember, he ran for vice president, didn't he, at one point? And he is a Democrat from Virginia. And he was on the television yesterday. He, what was he on? CNN. Uh, oh, he was on Fox News Sunday. Okay, he was on Fox News Sunday. And uh, he was asked about the cluster bombs and about Cluster Joe and Cluster Bomb Biden. 
And even he thinks it's not the best idea. I have some real qualms about it. If there's an international prohibition and the U.S. says, but here's a good reason to do something different, it, it, it could give a green light to other nations uh, to, to do something different as well. So it causes me some concern. It causes him some concern. He has some real qualms about it. Because if we're doing it, why wouldn't other countries? There's this prohibition. There's an international treaty. And uh, we've got uh, NATO members that are against Joe Biden doing this from Germany and the United Kingdom to Canada and Spain are all against Joe Biden doing it. But it doesn't matter because the New York Times will just, you know, bend over and uh, whatever, whatever he wants. Uh, radical left wing extremist Democrat Barbara Lee uh, also Hey, wait a minute. Cluster bombs? I think I'm supposed to be against those. They're dangerous weapons, and this is a line they that are. I don't believe uh, we should cross. They are dangerous weapons. She thinks that uh, munitions used in war are dangerous weapons. They say, Barbara, that's the war. <laughs> the reason they're made, the reason they're conceived, designed, manufactured, shipped, deployed, used, uh, is in order to you know, be dangerous <laughs> to kill people. Then there's Cobble Kirby. You know, Cobble Kirby, he used to be an admiral in the United States Navy. Uh, but he was, I think, in the, like the YMCA Navy. I'm not sure, but he might have been the, in the Navy, you can sail the seven seas. Uh, Cobble Kirby, as he is commonly known, talking about cluster bombs, which uh, turns out are pretty good, pretty handy when you want to use them. This is about keeping Ukraine in the fight. So we're going to send these additional artillery shells that have cluster bomblets in them. The Ukrainians will be using these cluster munitions, obviously, which have a very low dud rate, but they'll be using them to defend their own territory, hitting Russian positions. Yeah, they're going to defend their own territory. Well, uh, he just explained like what warfare is. See, when somebody attacks you, then you use weapons to attack them and to defend your own thing, and then they're going to be using them. And because there is a war, it's okay to use cluster munitions, and I, su- I suspect nerve agents and chemical agents and probably nuclear weapons as well. And they have uh, a low dud rate, a low dud rate, because there have been a couple of articles about how cluster munitions, they have bomblets, right, uh, that scatter around anti-personnel, uh, uh, cluster bombs are anti-personnel munitions, and they're designed to kill as many people uh, as uh, possible. And if they're, they said, well, a lot of the Russians are in trenches, like in World War One, so we can't put, uh, you know, uh, gas in there, <laughs> like in World War One. So we'll get little bomblets, and they'll go bouncing over, and then a little delayed uh, fuse, and then they'll blow up in the trenches, and they'll kill all the Russians in the trenches. But what we know happens is that there's a dud rate and a certain number of the bomblets don't explode until little children pick them up and then they blow up later because that's what they do. You may remember that uh, War Criminal Joe. I know we got to get a lot of nicknames for Joe today. War Crimes Joe, War Criminal Joe um, is, uh, well, he had a spokesmodel named Jen Pisaki, the one with the gasoline colored hair. You remember her and she lied a lot. She's a big liar. And she never worked in journalism in her entire life. But when she left the White House, NBC News hired her for million dollars and more to go and lie to like 140 people on MSDNC. And here's Jen Psaki when she was back at the White House uh, in 2022. 
because there were stories coming out of Ukraine that Russia, Mother Russia, had been using the cluster bombs, cluster bomblets and the munitions. And so Jan Psaki said, oh, very bad, maybe war crimes for the Russians, and this has been no good. So here's Jen Psaki last year. There are reports of illegal cluster bombs and vacuum bombs being used by the Russians. Illegal. Uh, if that's true, what is the next step of this administration? And is there a red line for how much violence uh, will be tolerated against civilians red line. in this manner? Violence, civilians. Because we want to know. That's inquiring minds want to know. And then Jen Psaki uh, last year said, now you got to project into the future, a little time-slipping thing here. Uh, that uh, Joe Biden is a war criminal, uh, uh, potentially. It is. It would be. I don't have any confirmation of that. We have seen the reports. Uh, if if that were true, it would potentially be a war crime. Obviously, there are a range of international fora that would assess that. Um, so certainly we would look to that to be a part of that conversation. Certainly we'd look to that to be a part of that conversation. We have flora and fauna and fora, uh, the plural of uh, something uh, funny happened on the way to the fora because I wasn't sure which forum I was going to. So there are multiple fora, fora in plural, uh, forum in plural uh, becomes a flora. And there's Jen Psaki. But the key part there, of course, is that Joe Biden and war crimes. It would potentially be a war crime. See, last year at the White House, using cluster munitions would potentially be a war crime. This year, Kabul Kirby explains that it's about, you know, keeping Ukraine in the fight. So it's okay now. Now it's okay, right? Because it's us this time. Yeah. And then uh, Fried Zucchini asked um, Cluster Bomb Biden if Ukraine should join the NATO. Maybe NATO is right for you, Ukraine. You can join us and then fight with us against them, and it will be very good. Uh, So uh, uh, Fried Zucchini should, uh, should... Uh, Ukraine, of all countries, become a member of NATO. Ukraine wants membership in NATO. Um, So do I. Should it get membership in NATO? I don't think it's ready for membership in NATO. I don't think there is unanimity in NATO about whether or not to bring Ukraine into the NATO family now, at this moment, in the middle of a war. I don't think there is unanimity. I, I can tell you there isn't. I can tell you there's a great deal of opposition uh, to that within NATO and uh, uh, member countries that are already in. Then there's uh, Senator John Barrasso, who is a Republican and not so uh, stupid. Um, and this is what President Trump tried to do to get NATO to pay their fair share. Remember this that? is what the president needs to do in NATO. He needs to hold their feet to the fire. fire. 500 days into the war, of all the money that's been contributed, the United States has doubled what all other NATO countries have done combined. Uh, that which is the usual, the usual thing. You know, the American middle class in, in the Midwest uh, pays for everything all over the world. And we have all these NATO members. President Trump went to them and rattled their cages a little bit and said, hey, You guys agreed to pay 2% of GDP under the NATO charter, uh, and most of you are paying like 0.6% of GDP or something. You know, cough up, pay your fair share. There's none of this pay your fair share when it comes to European nations. How many times do we have to bail you SOBs out? Anyway, World War I, World War II, the Cold War, war against the commies, radical Islam. Now again, 
Putin and you guys still aren't paying your fair share for your fat welfare societies? I'm telling you. Barrasso is right. And President Trump was way ahead and 100% right on that. And because a lot of Democrats are out of their cages, there are a bunch of transgender stories today, of course, including the Miss Universe contests in the Netherlands. You know, we keep Amsterdam, it's Holland. Some of these countries in Europe have multiple names. Miss Universe Netherlands crowns trans woman, meaning a man, to go on uh, representing their country to the Miss Universe contest. Trans woman model wins Miss Universe Netherlands in historic moment. I did it, he said. That's uh, your uh, Democrat party and your left, your worldwide left. Transgender contestant in the Miss Universe Netherlands won the competition in a historic first for the country on Saturday. Doesn't necessarily reflect well upon them. The winner, 22-year-old model and actress, is a man, uh, Ricky Valerie Coley, uh, who will now compete in the Miss Universe pageant, which is slated to take place in El Salvador, which I think uh, people are fleeing there. Wait a minute. But, but we have to open our border because it's so terrible in El Salvador that we have to open our doors and let everybody in, and they're having the Miss Universe pageant there. <laughs> People are going on vacation there. I don't think we should allow a fast track of illegal aliens from countries where we go on vacation and where they have <clears throat> Miss Universe pageants. Uh, also, you may remember, um, when was it, in June... A uh, transgender person, a a man. I say I, I've given up on saying biological man because that's redundant. A biological man is also known as a man. A, bio, a biological woman is known as a woman. So a man who goes by the name Austin Killips uh, won a bicycle race, a big bicycle race in Hendersonville, North Carolina, back in June. Austin Killips did. It was the Belgian Waffle Ride, and. Um, so a man won the ladies category and went home with the trophy. Now the um, the Belgian waffle ride people, they've got another race coming up in Cedar City, Utah in August. And now they've got uh, new categories and, and they're only going to let biological women, which we also know as women, compete in the women's category. That's crazy, huh? Probably bigoted or something. <laughs> John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.